Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of This Week. Today, I've got my guest with me, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is uh, Issa. I'm a music artist from Ireland, and uh, I'm here to give you the greatest episode of uh, This Week's on Hugo podcast, you know. <laughs> oh, well, let's get started with it. So, I mean, we've got to, we've, I've got to ask, to be fair, like, um, Ireland growing up, what, what, what was it like for you? Because... Being, being, being that I, I, I'm from the United Kingdom, um, <laughs> I assume it was a diet of potato, potato, and potato, uh, <laughs> with a hearty pint yeah. of Guinness at every dinner. Like that's about all I can ever say about Ireland. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. You're not, you're not too far out there. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, dude, if we're if we're going on this topic, like controversial take but like i hate potatoes man i'm not gonna lie well i don't hate potatoes but like i could live without potatoes i could live my entire life just on rice i don't know i just feel like potatoes are overrated not very irish of you is it (laughs) i don't know man it's just ah it's different i don't know maybe i've just had too many maybe too much in the diet uh, plus you you had that famine all those years ago so i mean there's a bit of like murmur in there it's like what if it does it to us again Uh, fuck the famine dude um yeah growing up in ireland well honestly dude it's uh it's probably very similar to just growing up in the uk i'm not gonna lie to you i just i have that feeling that it's just it's just similar they're both similar countries man i mean obviously ireland number one you know how it is but (coughs) but anyway point is um it was it was great man you know uh the people in ireland are are actually super super open and super nice uh you know obviously now i live in poland i've been living here for like a year and it's different man it's completely different the people are different uh you know the area is different just the whole culture is different uh it took me like a little time to adjust and only now i've started to appreciate kind of how the people were in ireland because i always thought man i walk into the store they're all so fake you know these fake smiles dude it's annoying but here they just don't smile they just they just don't care so yeah, yeah maybe you've realized the false the false courtesies were, were were like kind of right. nice <laughs> yeah 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 see i've always Good, uh... i've always found it kind of like interesting because obviously you have the whole northern ireland and then the rest of ireland which like mm-hmm. i think especially with the whole brexit thing that was that was like a an issue unto itself really wasn't it because there were border disputes on like what are you going to do people living here working here and i mean you got out just after it so like fucking Mm -hmm. good good for you like escaping the bullshits that were going on in these these two shitty little islands sat in like a met area on a uh in the uh (laughs) yeah dude i i mean there was already uh so many like issues and problems at the borders like before like there was always shit going on there yeah, like, dude, fuck the IRA, you know. <laughs> but you can't, dude. <laughs> dude, you cannot go into Northern Ireland wearing, like, you know, uh, like a Ireland jersey, you know, an Irish Republic, uh, Republic of Ireland jersey or something like this. Uh, so there's lots of, you know, political disputes, unfortunately. Uh, and probably now it's much worse, right? But I don't live there anymore, so I'm not really keeping up with the news not too worried about it anymore you're like i'm free of it yeah. it's fine <laughs> now i have a, a different a different situation next door but you know 
See, I I always found it kind of kind of weird anyway that like with the whole like divide of it, it's like such a violent kind of thing that like was always going on, and like I always kind of found it weird because I'm like, yeah, but every every Irish person I've ever met, I'm like, is the nicest fucker I've ever met as well. I'm like, they are. How the fuck are they terrorists? Like these guys are fucking hilarious. They're usually a little drunk for sure, maybe, but like. I had a uh, like an Irish flatmate when I uh, when I was at university and I loved her. Don't get me wrong, I uh, I, I couldn't pronounce her name correctly for the first um, mm. two weeks uh, because before we actually spoke, we only communicated in written note, and her name was uh, her name was Efa. Efa, <laughs> yeah, A O I F E. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm there like her name's Aofi. Like, what kind of fucking name is this? <laughs> Yeah, and like I was chatting to a friend who was in her class they went oh no 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 they went like it's pronounced Aoife and I went where the fuck is the E there alright just you show me that E and I'll accept it's Aoife and he was like no uh-huh. it's Irish I was like that's just fucking insane because I think there was someone else whose name I still am not too sure how you pronounce because I always assumed it was like Kaomi or something and like someone else told me it's something completely different <laughs> okay, I don't know man K A o-m-i-h-i-e or something like that i want to say it was it was something really weird but like the way that someone pronounced it and i was just there like irish names make i'm like it's like listening to a welsh name like it makes no fucking sense (laughs) i was like these names baffle me it's like it's just such a weird like because i think as well because you sit there and like we go well they speak english don't they and then it's like yeah Except for the naming process, they, they they decided sometimes they'll use their old language that no one really speaks anymore. But they right. like they kept the names because the names are different mm, yeah. and they fuck us up. <laughs> yeah, man. It it's was like the way of making the English look unique. stupid. <laughs> mhm. It was like if you're gonna take everything from us, we're gonna we're gonna make you look stupid when you meet our great grandchildren. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. But yeah, so you then gotta keep uh, the tradition going. But yeah, so then you obviously you've moved like to poland now and that's like for your studies and whatnot so like what kind of made you choose poland of of all the countries that i assume were available to you Uh, you know my parents are polish so it was always just kind of uh, an easier option to come here at least for now and uh we will see where i go um you know i'm kind of at the age where I just want to visit so many places, man, you know, um, and then obviously I'm, I'm planning to actually start performing live possibly next year. Um, so, you know, I'll be a little more free then and who knows, man, then we'll be hopefully performing in, in other places and in a couple of years, maybe I'll be, you know, touring, touring around other places and that's the goal, you know? Is there like a specific kind of like, like festival, let's say that you're that you would like really like to be at in say what five years, or like if that was oh, like yeah. a fair timeline? I I suck with the timeline of the music mm-hmm. industry, especially because it feels like some people get like a number one hit in a week from a fucking thirty yeah. second TikTok, and then other yep. people spend twenty years building their career and finally get their number one hit, and it's like. <laughs> music baffles me how this works (laughs) dude uh you know the way that it works is you get you know you continuously get to 
continuously work basically you know your your streams are going up your numbers are going up and once you get to a point like uncharted territory where you've never been then you don't know what to do you're like oh shit man like how do i make it go even further and sometimes then the number goes all the way down and you're like shit that you have to climb the stairs again and now you know what to do because you learned from your other mistake. So now you get a little higher, your streams go higher, but then again, uncharted territory, and it's the same thing again. You're like, fuck man, where do I go, right? Uh, and it depends, that's that's why a lot of artists, they blow up and then, then next week, you just never hear from them again, right? Or just these one one song Andes, you know, they're just yeah. <laughs> saying the same shit all the time. Just the one album or the one song that they released and for you know, 20, 30, 40 years, that's just, that's what they're known for, right? Um, so that's that. Uh, you asked about a particular festival. I have two in mind, that's for sure. And uh, obviously, the biggest festival in Ireland, you know, Longitude. Uh, I believe that's what it's called, Longitude Festival. I would love to go there, man, just so, you know, just to come back to, to the roots. You know, go back to the roots. Go back uh, to the country where, where, where I was raised, pretty much. And to be able to perform there at the you know the largest festival in that country would be absolutely insane and uh it's similar here actually uh, in poland uh open air festival is is also very very famous here in poland uh i was at the open air festival last year uh there were you know imagine dragons asap rocky huge names uh were here so you know there, there was uh well not last year it was this year but uh june that kind of lit like a spark in me when I was there because from the point of an audience, I thought to myself, this is absolutely insane, right? This is crazy and I love this and I want to be on that stage, man. I want to like, I want to give people that feeling. I want to give other people the feeling that I got from Imagine Dragons, from ASAP Rocky, from these artists that just, just dude gave me a different type of feeling you know it was it was insane it's like all your problems just go away for four days right and you're just there enjoying the music and everyone's there to enjoy the music and everyone's there for one purpose it's such a good atmosphere it's absolutely crazy it's absolutely insane so for me those two uh definitely definitely i would love to headline on them yeah so like the big the big ones are like home home turf kind of like you'd, you'd want to be like oh, i've gone i've yeah. done like the biggest festivals in in the home countries and like yeah i, I like the fact that it's not like glastonbury like I, i'd like to do glastonbury like elite, like the fact that it's like not so much one of those like reading leads all that kind of shit like it's mm -hmm. a i no, i want to do the ones at home i want to i want to i want to slap here like you know <laughs> yeah it's the ones that are closest you know i i suppose are are the most significant for me yeah yeah and That's so honest. like what kind of like what kind of steps do you have to take then for yourself to be able to start like booking live performances and and so on and so forth for like because obviously like i know you, you you do upload online and whatnot but like mm -hmm. the actual like now going and saying hey i want to perform live here like what what's that process kind of entail for you you know, uh, it, it depends, I suppose, uh, obviously, to get in, in smaller venues and, and things like this. A lot of the time, they actually, they, they search for, like, volunteers or people that are open to do it. And uh, as long as you have m music that is, 
actually the, the quality that they're looking for you know it's not some it's not some random song recorded in your basement through an xbox microphone you know uploaded to soundcloud right it's if it's I mean, like that, an that, actual... that could be a completely different genre that you've just not been prepared for yet you know <laughs> maybe 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 in the next five years dude that'll be that'll be the new top genre <laughs> like who knows but uh yeah you can you know you do a little bit of searching and, and that's that's uh, you can find a few areas that possibly you know that are close to you and uh and they look for people to to go on and uh and perform something right uh, and obviously then that goes into preparation for performance right you need you know uh you need to practice uh performing you need to practice you know actually knowing your song <laughs> because you know forgetting lyrics to your old song would be pretty embarrassing um so that's something that you have to do you know your just your movement body everything you know that speaks that speaks on the stage and if you want to get to the bigger festivals well obviously at that point you just got to pray to god that you're invited sometimes right or if you just have a really good manager dude that just slides you with proposals you know is able to get you on a few cards um yeah that's that's that we're so far so, from that so now, it's so it's so it's a bit like um the joys of acting essentially at the start and then just kind of yeah very similar, similar similar progression mm-hmm. very very similar see that's see, that's that's always the thing i think with like when it comes to creatives like like yourself is just it's a lot of dedication you've got to have to to be willing to put that time the effort the money into into like trying to get something out especially because like i i think it's one of those where like a lot of it is creative works are it's not like it's made for everyone so it's like you got to try and find your people as well as you do it and like for sure lucky we got the internet this day like in this day and age so it makes it like a lot easier to find like that that correct crowd of course (laughs) you know before there was always there was always that vision that you had to go to new york you had to go to los angeles you know these cities because that's where the music is made right um now it's a it's a lot easier because you can just naturally grow through through the internet right i mean i you know through ads right i i released a new song i believe a couple couple maybe two weeks ago something like this and uh obviously you know i'm not some huge name there's not gonna be people just posting about me so uh it was very much an independent uh plan of marketing myself and i was able to reach uh, a lot of people just through ads right a lot of people just through ads so uh, was yeah. it was it like that's, a couple like google kind of ads that you placed around facebook like what 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 were you doing to kind of get get the word out there for it mm-hmm. you know obviously tiktok is is key tiktok is key I'm a big Instagram guy, so Instagram ads was something that I that I pushed and that I saw the most success actually come uh, through Instagram ads. I've done a few in the past, and I've kind of figured out what works, what doesn't work, and the one that I released two weeks ago was my biggest so far, right? And I saw, okay, this is this is huge, right? Especially for me, like this this is a huge reach 
Uh, so yeah, I did that. Obviously, sending music to music curators, to people that review music, press, you know, blogs, PR, marketing, all of this kind of stuff. Uh, even going to the deepest, darkest corners of the internet, Reddit, you know, had to had to be done. So, and yeah, just big big connecting shout out with to people. Reddit. <laughs> connecting with people man that's that's it that's that's the goal a lot of people don't understand marketing uh and that's why they get reeled in by these fake companies or these fake people on instagram you know i get i get multiple dms a day from these from these companies or these uh, marketers that tell me yo man i'm we can I'm help so, boost I can, your I can listeners you <laughs> exactly i can boost this and i can do this and I get people just everywhere. buy into that stuff yeah. i get them everywhere i get people that. who are like for 40 dollars, i can get you up to um monetization on youtube and i'm mm -hmm. like yeah but if you can if you can with a channel that i've been like growing organically for like six seven weeks now it's like if you if you can like force a thousand subscribers and four thousand like watch hours through to my channel in the space of like what they're saying in four days i'm like youtube would just fucking ban me because it's like mm -hmm. that is blatantly not organic like youtube has not gone yeah and yeah he he just had a natural boost from a hundred hours of watch time in 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 seven days on average to four thousand in in two like yeah that's that's that that yeah. sounds natural as fuck doesn't it it's like no so uh -huh. you do get yeah, like, I mean... the worst ones now discord i get them on discord every other day mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm flooded on Instagram. I am. I'm just flooded with it all the time. And uh, it's annoying, man. It's annoying for sure. See, I, 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 I don't use Instagram all that much. Like I have it and mm -hmm. I, 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 I had like an old one, never really used it, privated it, done the same again, like two times over now. And it's like, I have one now. It's kind of more just for advertising i guess like i want it to be a natural kind of instagram as well like i don't want it to just be purely podcast 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 go do this go like that doesn't seem like a a, a thing to do when the, the whole point of this is to not be the most corporate kind of bullshit possible <laughs> and it's like yeah the, i i remixed a video or like i reposted a video on on there and it it's killed my love of instagram in like a day easy because if for some reason the video just banged and got like 20,000 likes and it's just it lit like I said it's a repost of a video I saw and I think I just put a caption on it saying like see you can make a good race joke without everyone getting offended and it was this like uh I think it was a Ugandan woman making a joke about running over like white people in Uganda or something and like it was a funny joke based on race that was it and now every time i open up instagram it's just fucking notifications for the like for these posts and i'm like i could turn off notifications but i i'd like to know what's going on with my other posts uh <laughs> and for yeah, some reason i, I can't mute just thing. this one <laughs> mm. i did the exact same thing uh where i used to have uh, a private instagram that was just me right like it was just you know my name this is me and then i had a second one that was kind of uh you know i was kind of directing it towards you know my what i was doing on the side you know side hustles 
uh, where back then I was uploading music to YouTube and I wasn't quite, uh, you know, on all digital platforms and things like this. And I guess when I started to take music seriously, I said, hey man, why do I have to have these two separate like versions of myself? Why do I have to live these like two separate lives? Because it's me, right? So it's just, it should just be one. And well, then I deleted the, the, the second Instagram that I had for, for YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And I just changed my main one, my private one to the one I have now. Right. So it's just me as an artist. I don't have my own private kind of personal Instagram. Like theoretically, this is my personal private Instagram, but I'm an artist. So this is who I am. This is what I do. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not going to try and live two separate lives i suppose so yeah yeah especially with creatives it's like you you're you were essentially separating the art from the artist and it's like you that's kind of yeah. like the faux pas is it not of the uh, of the artistic world like you shouldn't separate the art from the artist all the time because it's like they are their work whether you like it or not like <laughs> yeah I agree. I know. I know. At the same time, a lot of people say now you have to take away the art from the artist because otherwise you'd hate all artwork because they weren't the best people. But I mean, I argue that if you look at anyone in history, when were yeah. we ever the best people? And at some point, they're gonna look at us in the two thousand, like look back at the two thousands, being like, those people were fucking assholes, weren't they? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Gonna I be listen. <laughs> Yeah, I listened to fucking Michael Jackson and he was touching children. So honestly, at this point, I don't he, really ma he made anymore. some good music, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, he did. And that's why I listened to it. I listened to it for the music. I try not to think about the children. I try not to like R. Kelly. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't man, listen I to mean, R. Kelly. It's a whole it's a whole different controversial topic. But, uh, that I'm not, I, I, I do I, find it interesting when like um, people are like oh you can't listen to like it's like when people are like oh you shouldn't listen to R. Kelly or like Lady Gaga th like took that song down that she did with him because of like all the charges and I'm like I get it bad guy hmm. but end of the day like did the song slap if so I'd say just don't make a song with him again <laughs> now that we know right. he does bad things like surely <laughs> You aren't immediately in the wrong for collabing with a guy that you thought, ah, he probably doesn't rape women. To then find out he rapes women, it's kind of like a, well, <laughs> I probably won't make another song with him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough, it's a tough area. It's a, yeah, it really just depends on, on everything. But. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird, weird. the internet the internet and controversy is just one of those though where it's just oh. you're kind of like you can you can ruin your life with like something you said years ago like and it's ridiculous because it's like yeah but if you if you're telling me you can't mature as a person over time then like yeah. personally i say we might as well just stop having kids and end the lives of all the ones we do got because that they're, they're blatantly going to be stuck as a one-year-old for the rest of their lives mm -hmm. and I, I don't think we should put up with that and it's like we we grow, we adapt, we make mistakes, we hopefully get better. And if you yeah. can amend the ones you've, you've, you, the mistakes you've made, amend them. And if you can't, you can't. I hope you can be punished for them if need be. Fuck off, I got the rest of my life to live still. 
what you do privately is what you do privately, man. And what you yeah. do publicly is a whole different story. Let's be honest. All of these people that is like that are calling people out for things that they were doing or things that they were saying years ago. I just I got one thing to say, and that is if all of our group chats got leaked, if the boys group chat got leaked, we'd all be fucked. We're all <laughs> fucked. Okay, I, so I, I've said to, to, to friends before, there's like there are old YouTube videos. Like if you remember the filthy Frank era of YouTube where like there was uh -huh. there was no line. You could like you could say and do whatever you wanted, like you could be as fucked beyond all belief as you wanted and shit like that. And mm -hmm. it's like I remember back then there were videos I uploaded. They're gone now for the rest of time. There's only like one copy left in existence that I could ever name. And they're on a hard drive in a box that I haven't seen in two years. Cause it's like in storage. And it's like, if those videos ever honestly got leaked, I think the Joe Rogan, James Gunn, all those controversies would be fucking nothing compared to like finding out the shit. I definitely said when I was like 17, 18 and 19 on the internet. <laughs> I'll make mistakes, man. It's just how it is. I'm like, you know, I was a child, though. That was a decade ago. I don't say that stuff on the internet now. I'm like, I've realized that you probably shouldn't run around saying those things. But this was at a time where, like, you know, one of the biggest YouTubers used to walk around in a pink morph suit and say the N-word with the heavy R. So right. we were in an interesting time. <laughs> This was before all the companies was... realized that actually YouTube, not that ad friendly. <laughs> it was a time, that's for sure. It was a time. It was, it was, uh, I like to look at it as a better time. I'm sure many look at it as a much worse time. And <laughs> well, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. I just miss Filthy Frank, you know. I, I miss having a, a content creator who is willing to just do the edgiest shit possible. <laughs> I do like what he does now, though. So Joji, you know. Joji was like I think the best, like because especially because I never really paid attention to what he went into once he left YouTube for a long time, and then mm -hmm. like what was it, slow dancing in the dark, kind of just fucking blew up. And <clears throat> I think I listened to it, and I really liked it. And I was I was kind of looking through, and I saw a photo of him, and I was like, hang on. That can't be. And then I searched. Is that totally Frank? I was like, that, that can't be. And then I think I searched for, um, what's it called? Like, White is Right from his Pink Season album. Right. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite songs he ever did. That's the one that got him cancelled later on, by the way. That's like just after he blew up. White is Right is the song that fucking destroyed his career for that little bit of time. Because everyone went, yeah, but he, he did say the N-word with the heavy R. And I'm like damn right don't look at the rest of his content if you think that that was the worst he did like <laughs> i'm pretty sure the man broke laws on a frequent basis to make videos but it's fine <laughs> but like oh it's just he was such a different creator but like i found that and i started listening to his music and i loved it i was like i see why he kind of left youtube when he did and like he definitely made like the best best move for himself and it slaps joji like it slaps it's such good music to just kind of relax and listen to yeah great artist great if artist. only copyright wasn't such a bullshit that you that you could actually upload it to youtube videos and whatnot you know but 
hey-ho, someone's got to make money. Yeah, man, everybody's trying to make money nowadays. You know how it is. <clears throat> so, like, for you, though, like, because, uh, I, I, like I said um, earlier on, we're in the same Discord for um, uh, Crispy Concord. And yep. it's like, it's one of those where it's like, do you not, like, watch his videos at times and think, like, oh, I, I could do that to kind of, like, get my name out there a bit more? Like, do the whole, like, creating a song in an hour and all that kind of stuff? Or do you kind of just go, like, that's not for you? And You know, um, it's that's a good question. For me, I think... I think right now it's just not a very good thing for me to do um, because I'm just I'm trying to focus on a lot of different things kind of at the same time I'm just kind of juggling everything uh, to the point where I don't really have that much I suppose you could say free time I'm always trying to use my time effectively and I'm not saying that you know what he's doing is, is not using his time effectively but for me i just use my time in a completely different way and the, you know those videos that he creates like making a song one hour you know things like this it requires a lot of time and a lot of effort to do something like that yeah. especially if you want to you know do it high quality right you want something that is actual you know actually good and has actual quality i assume that in the in the future i will 100 percent do things that you know i guess is, is considered more like fun stuff and more uh, more kind of laid back yeah making a song in one hour you know or something like this but people will only really be interested if you have a name going for yourself right like nobody cares about john smith that creates a song in one hour down the street no one cares but if you know drake just released uh, a video saying i made a song in one hour dude, everybody would go watch it right i mean like, um, in fairness i always feel like drake makes an album in an hour because uh i'm not a fan of his music i'll, I'll say it right here right now i'll get cancelled by the internet for it if i have to be it's fine but drake meh kind of mid <laughs> like i'm a ksi well, ksi fan if we're talking rap i want that kind of rap you know I mean, he stopped rapping three, five years ago now, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, love Drake or hate Drake, you gotta respect Drake, that's for sure. I mean, I, I, I respect the, like, the grind, because he for sure, like, mm -hmm. is is on it. But, like, he, he's, I will say his music, like, God's, God's plan was meh for me. Like, I never really got behind it. And, like, most of, like, the other ones he did, like, Hotline Bling, it's just. I, I for some reason though it's like if if you're gonna do like rap for me like rap's got to be that fast paced shit like you got to be like Eminem for me to kind of be interested in it because like I for some reason enjoy the the whole like aspect of trying to learn that that like trying to do that is awesome mm -hmm. like um have you ever heard of Watsky? Yeah, Watsky, the like, pale kid that raps fast. Yeah, exactly. Like from that video, I. I I'll start listening to his music. Every album that he ever like released, I'd like I'd I'd, I'd listen to all of it. Find find which songs were like the most impressive of his uh, speedy skill set, and be like, cool, I'm gonna learn these now. And for some reason, I can I can still sing so much of his fucking music. <laughs> yeah, man. that's the beauty, man. That's the beauty of of music. It's the beauty of art is that it's subjective. You know, like. 
it's the same thing with movies, right? I mean, a movie could just be like critically terrible, but for some reason you just love it, and you're not gonna, you don't have to prove it with a mathematical equation. You know, you can just say that you like it, and nobody can tell you otherwise, man. It's the same with music, and that's why I love it. <laughs> to be to, to be fair, I mean, uh, the the fact with movies, I will say that the, the amount of movies that come out that are critically terrible and somehow still beloved by the rest of the world, it's like critics go thirteen percent out of a hundred percent on Rotten Tomato mm. uh, on like Rotten Tomato, and then it's just like everyone else, however, says it's like a ninety percent. Like it is fucking awesome. You're like, how the fuck do you have that varied of an opinion on this? That like. You're watching a movie going with it's shit, and the rest of the world's going with nah, it's fucking lit. <laughs> right. Like this film's yeah. awesome, guys. You gotta watch it. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to music. You know that's dude. That is fucking music, man. So do you that like with 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 your music? Do you like submit it to any any like um? Because in like the UK, obviously BBC had like uh introducing artists. Yeah. type thing like um, do you do you submit your stuff onto places like there as well to kind of yeah i'm on that i'm on bbc introducing uh and yeah i've i've uploaded my tracks there and uh, so far they've listened to every single one so you know i don't know if that's them doing a very good job uh <laughs> at, at listening to all their submissions or if someone's got me on their desktop and uh i guess we'll see See, but that's yeah. that, that's the thing though. If you keep uploading and whatnot, then you you kind of have like more more chances to actually have someone go shit. We need to we need to put this on the air. Like we got to find this guy and speak to him and mm-hmm. like that. I think um, I can't remember. There are so many artists I believe who have actually come from like BBC's introducing just because they went with like, nah, this is a good song. Like we'll whack it on uh, on this show and it'll yeah. it'll pop off and. <laughs> Yep. The rest is it's history the same kind thing. of thing. It's the same thing with uh, Spotify's algorithm, right? Uh, you know, you can just keep uploading songs and keep uploading songs and you, you pitch it to them four to eight weeks before the release and uh, maybe they'll put you on a playlist, maybe not, right? But eventually, if you just keep trying and you keep trying and you keep trying, eventually it might just land to the right person you know it just might land on the right computer and the right person might hear it and there's just so many different playlists that spotify creates for so many different genres and uh you know it all it takes is just that person that's listening to that song of yours right now that spotify curator it all just just takes for him to say all right let's get this on this playlist and that can just change everything, man. That can change absolutely everything. There was a story where um, where there was a song from an artist that was really unknown. Nobody, like, nobody knew who he was. And Spotify, they decided, the, you know, the guy that was listening to his song, the, the, the guy at Spotify thought, you know what, let me put this uh on on a playlist you know not like the top playlists the most popular in the world but let's put it on like a an an okay doing playlist see how the song does and uh, then they put it on the playlist the song was the most streamed of that playlist it was the best streaming song and then they put it on another playlist and it did really good there and then they put it on the number one playlist on spotify and it did phenomenal and uh yeah i mean it could, it could just change your life, really. And you just got to keep going, man. Because 
uh, like they said, I think it was Michael Jordan uh, who said that he missed 9,000 shots in training, you know. But does that make him a failure that he missed 9,000 times? No. He's still arguably the GOAT. So, no. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic way of kind of thinking about it. It's like, doesn't matter how many times you shoot and miss, as long as you shoot, like... What more can yeah. what more can anyone ever ask of you than to to be willing to take the shot and like the car? I think I think as well with like creative projects, like you're going to be you're like you are always your your harshest critic. Like no one is going to be crueler about your work most likely than you can be because like you're the one who made it, which means you fucking hate it already by the time it's done. Even if you say you like it, you kind of hit the sit there going with, but I fucking hate it. Like it's it's shit yeah, like you're right, you're the, right. the, the way i've seen other musicians talk about their work and it's like this is fucking be number one on the charts or something and, and, and sold a million mm. units in only like two days and they can be like yeah honestly i thought the song was pretty fucking shit i don't know why the rest of the world likes it and it's like you've created one yeah. of the biggest hits and you can still fucking hate it like and it's one of those where i think so you, the willingness to kind of at least put it out there to the world and be like you can hate that but you could be like, yeah. I'm not a fan of it, but like, it's mine. I'm proud of it. I've done it. Like that was kind of the aim of the project was to make this. It's, it's going out there, and it's like, even you don't have to like your own music for your own music to actually, like, work for you. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, a lot of artists feel the same way. I mean, I know that I did, and I still do. Uh, just the the only thing is when I for example let's say we're we're at a party or something like this you know maybe there's like 30 people there and you know we're playing music and things like this and someone puts on my song right I used to always think to myself ah oh, fuck bro this shit you know like this song and then I'm just listening to it and I'm like okay well this could have been improved this could have been a bit better but fuck here I'm a little off by like half a fucking millisecond you know but what's changed for me is now i instead of focusing on the song itself i actually i look at other people that are just being super positive about the song and they're saying that they love it and that's what makes me love the the, the song the song that i put out ultimately it's not the actual song itself but it's the influence that it has on other people and that's what makes me appreciate it because again I said this uh, many times to to people that are like close to me that say like, yo, this song is fire or something like this. And I tell them, dude, honestly, if it was up to me, I would have never released any of these songs that, that are released on my Spotify. None of these would have came out because for me, I listen to it and I say it's not good enough. Right. And that's why I don't. I'm not the one that makes the decision. <laughs> I normally I played uh, the, the song early to to a few trusted individuals and uh that i go off based on what they think right because again if it was up to me dude i, I would be doing this for like 15 years and have maybe no songs released so it would be Is this like the trusted council of friends like you drop it in the group chat and you wait for the thumbs exactly. up or thumbs down you go three thumbs up to two down all right it drops but <laughs> See that 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 seems like a good way of doing it as well, though, is to kind of just go look. 
just cruelty and you know your friends will be honest and cruel with you if you mm -hmm. make a really shit song like they'll go bro like yeah. what the fuck is that like exactly i mean don't and, get me and wrong even then <laughs> even then i am super harsh dude like i i asked them to rate it on a scale of one to ten you know um just to see kind of where where they would rate it and honestly if it if the average is below eight i don't drop it and uh, that's still that's i would say that's still pretty harsh for me uh and if it's you know between eight or nine it's still not a hundred percent drop i'm i i still have to think about it like on my own uh but if the average is like nine or above then i just drop it immediately right but it's still for me it's still i would say a, a pretty harsh way of of ranking yeah yeah because you're kind of like pushing yourself to have the best of the best thing all yeah, the man. time I, and you, always, you want like yeah. you want them like you want it but then at the same time it's like that that almost feels like it should be the way that you want to hold yourself to it isn't it it's like you don't want to be dropping mm -hmm. shit like you want to be dropping stuff that you think is good but that you like that those you you want to enjoy it go yeah no this is good like mm -hmm. You know, because end of the day, like you said, if you're at a party with 30 people and t 10 of them are the ones who, who know about all your music and as it's coming out are the ones who are deciding on it, it's like you want those 10 people to still enjoy that song that's going to be put on at the party, don't you? So, like, yeah. I, I completely understand it. It's, it is, like, cruel, but it's, like, kind of, like, cruel for the sake of achieving the best, the best possible outcome for yourself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's the plan you know uh at least for now because i don't have a lot of uh songs released on spotify just yet i'm trying not to be like super cruel over the top because uh i haven't i'm planning to release an album now in february which is going to contain most of the songs that i already have released but i think it's four new tracks as well um just to like have something that's fresh and yeah once once i have that i'll feel more comfortable because i'll at least i'll have something on the resume right yeah and then i can kind of up the critique like even higher because yeah, you can kind of you then like, i yeah get the get a different switch on it mate like would you be considering like a, a twilt like a bit of a tilt towards a different genre or would you kind of be trying to stay in the same genre for it or i think for now hip-hop dude just just hip-hop rap I'm just really sticking there in that direction. Now, what type of rap? Obviously, there's lots of different types. Um, the track that I dropped uh, around two weeks ago is a little more old school. Um, however, that's not necessarily what I'm going to stick to in terms of rap. I like to just do a bit of everything. I like to dip my feet in all the, all the, the different types of uh, water and all the areas, right? Just to kind of see, because you never know, right? You never know. Uh, I could be really proficient, for example, in old school type rap, but I might make a hit song in conscious rap, you know, or something like this. So you, you never know. And uh, for now, it's just really, I just want to stick with hip hop. I don't want to do uh, do a Drake where I just go off into house music or, you know. Uh, don't fancy this, so. don't fancy trying to go to the drum and bass world like as well simultaneously <laughs> yeah not not for now you know i want to be super proficient in one area before i decide maybe i should branch out you know 
See, like, like yeah. I mean, um, I, I take it you know who the, the rapper KSI is, like the rapper, YouTuber, yep. boxer, whatever you want to put him as these days, uh, mm-hmm. sports beverage seller. Um, <laughs> like, he, it's like, for, for me, I find his, his kind of way with music is, is one that kind of, like, is interesting, but I think risky, but, like, I kind of like the fact he's willing to risk it, which is, like, he started with rap like that's what it is he started with rap he he did like you know lamborghini he did the keep it up ep which pre-ordered both these things okay like i'm a i'm a huge ksi fan to the fact that in the uh in the uh, unit behind me there i have two vinyls of um one of, i have two vinyls of his uh one is a glow in the dark spotify like you had i think it was like spotify um top 10 percent listener exclusive or whatever and the other one is like an act like the other just vinyl for um oh what was it it's not dissimulation uh all over the place and he released mm-hmm. a cd of his latest uh song with tom grennan tom grennan and like so i got that not over yet yeah not over yet and i've got like two signed copies of that because <laughs> like i'm a big oh, wow. fan of this guy um i've been watching him since i was i want to say about 12 13 so he's been present in my life for for, for nigh a majority of it but like it's the fact oh, wow. that he went from like that rap game for like four or five years and like diss track season where like everyone was throwing disses at everyone even the side men were doing it mm-hmm. and things like that and then it's like and now he's a singer <laughs> like it's now right. less less rap and a lot more like singy kind of stuff and like I'll, I'll be honest the first one he did with um uh young blood not 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 my song like that song kind mm. of ate ass it sucked it was just I if if he was to remove it from his disco like discography, I I, I wouldn't be uh, I, I I wouldn't be shocked to be like yeah I would too mate that was a terrible terrible fucking song to release, but like at the same time his second one though like his second song where he was singing instead of rapping that good song like that that was a lot better and it's one of those where it's like uh, the whole playing the game and trying to go into a different genre like. It's one of those where I'm like, it's risky for sure, but like at the same time, oh, yeah. he's like, he's doing it quickly in my like in my opinion. Like he, it's like every album is meant to be something a bit different, and like I think it's kind of interesting because like I kind of look forward to the album now because it's like, well, what's he gonna do this time that's gonna be different from the last time? Like, yeah, he's gonna be doing some poppy shit. He wants to get into the charts, but. Like, what's he going to do to kind of step away from that style of pop to another one? So, like, for you, would it be, yeah. like, similar where, like, you maybe step away from the style of rap into not, like, a, a, a similar style of rap, but maybe, like, the next kind of big different style of it in, in total? Like, you go from mumble rap to a bit of fucking, like, high-speed kind of rap god shit, you know? <laughs> hmm. Um, Yeah, it's a, that's a good question. I feel like... uh. Just before I answer that, I feel like uh, Machine Gun Kelly is a really good example as well of what of what you're talking about with KSI. Yeah. Uh, where he was, you know, he was a rapper originally. Uh, then he decided to go after the goat and uh, I was gonna say, then, then, then he then he fucked up his whole career there. <laughs> exactly. 
And uh, Eminem made him change his entire genre, but actually, uh, he's doing numbers, man, and he's doing better than ever before with uh, with what he's. I think he's doing like some kind of pop rock. Uh, I believe yeah. something like this. Yeah, and uh, he's doing numbers, man. So it, it, he just changed genre. It was so weird, to be fair, to see him succeed like that. Like after he went after Eminem, I was like, well, that's a fucking career dead. And then out of nowhere, like I yeah. saw a friend of mine listening. I was like, dude, his fucking career was over, wasn't it? He's like, oh no, he's gone to this now. And I heard it. It's like some rock shit. And you're like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's what I mean, the rapper did. <laughs> is his rap his rap career is definitely over? But uh, oh, I don't think he needs to. Way to turn it again. around, though way to turn it around i mean um, at least you, yeah. you can always go with if you are if you are ever looking for like a, a a big leap into uh into like superstardom for rap and then a swift exit from it uh you know that you can just diss eminem and his daughter and you'll get your name out there but sadly it will be in the obituaries once he's finished your fucking career for you <laughs> yeah i mean I, i'm not a fan of mgk because obviously i'm I'm a bit of a stan. Well, I'm I'm a I'm a pretty big stan actually. Um, uh, but I do respect the guy because he gave us. If if he did, if he never dissed Eminem, Eminem would have never dropped Killshot, and Killshot is a phenomenal song. So you gotta give some respect. Yeah, you, know? you gotta respect it. Oh, I mean, um, like you, so, you need yeah. you need someone to aggravate aggravate people into oh, creating yeah. like incredible music. Sometimes, don't you? Like <laughs> everyone's got to have a muse, and in rap, I feel like you know kind of hatred is 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 a, a common one if, if if not like the most common one for a lot of people at times is like mm-hmm. no it's, it's just pure fucking hatred of another guy or so or, or like of of an institution or a system <laughs> uh-huh. yeah um to answer to answer that question uh with the genre change i i believe at some point i probably will because i always like to I always like to go above and beyond when I when I do something, right? So I don't like to be doing kind of the same thing all the time. Like I love to switch it up. I love to do something that that is unexpected or something that wouldn't necessarily be normal to do, right? Because I love to explore these areas. I love to kind of give 100% and 110% do something that nobody's expecting, right? So eventually i'm most definitely going to try to to tackle uh you know a more more singing uh rather than rather than rapping uh, we will see how that goes but uh it's gonna take me a while to get there uh because you know i gotta i gotta take some sing classes things like this you know and train train my voice a bit a bit more towards singing rather than rapping it's just two completely very different things um i guess we'll see because surprisingly i don't think my number one genre in terms of listing at least last year i I don't know was i think pop right so you would expect me to for it to be like detroit hip-hop you know (laughs) hardcore rap gangster gangster shit but actually, it wasn't. It was it was pop, man. And uh, I as I really do enjoy listening to a lot of these like John Newman, uh, you know, uh, "Love Me Again." Everyone knows that song from FIFA. Bit of like preppy, happy kind of. Yeah, man. Dennis <laughs> Lloyd is kind of bobby head yeah. bops. <laughs> exactly. Just these like feel good 
uh, songs, you know, the singers. So, yeah, man, we will we will see. But it's definitely something that I have in mind for sure. See, that's I, I, I've got one question that I, I, I used to ask a friend of mine every so often, like who was big into producing music um, years yeah. back, which like I always wanted to know. And he always used to, to, to tell me he'd rather fail. Uh, but uh, I, I'd like to hear what you would what you would say out of curiosity with how like the meme culture kind of works these days and how like you could drop like a five second segment of your song and like on TikTok and that could be it like it'll blow up it, it'll like say you get memed by people for about a week and then you just dropped off like would you rather kind of be in the position of like would you rather be a meme or would you rather like never succeed kind of thing like with your with your music. <laughs> Uh, it's an interesting question because never succeeding is not an option, unfortunately. Uh, and even and I say that not in terms of numbers, um, but in terms of I just made a different kind of commitment with my life. You know, people, they don't have to understand why I do what I do. You know, yeah. people, they're telling me, dude, you could go to law school. You could like, you know, so many different languages. You can make like so much money doing this or this, you know, the tech and IT. This is the future. Uh, you know, you have really good grades in school, right? Why you should pursue more of this or, or you know, you're a natural athlete. You should do this. You know, the people say all kinds of different things. And, uh, and I don't know. People just don't. They don't need to understand. Uh, you know, I have a good job. Why aren't you taking it? Um, why aren't you taking the raise on this or getting a better job or making more money? You could make more money doing this. It doesn't matter. People don't have to understand. The most important thing is that I made a commitment with my life and the commitment is that I, I'm going to do music and that's what I'm going to do no matter whether I'm the number one in the world or whether I'm unknown to the world, right? I think that's that's the drive and that's the power uh, that that pushes you forward in especially in music, but also for example in acting and things like this. Uh, and if you ask me, would I rather be a meme or never succeed? It's difficult for me to answer because even if I don't succeed in numbers, I still believe that if I continue doing music and I will I will be able to change people's lives maybe not hundreds of thousands and millions of people if you know if I'm not mainstream but maybe even like the couple hundred you know or, or a couple thousand that I meet throughout my entire life right so that's still success to me that is still success uh, so yeah I, I guess that's the best answer I could give you so I, I quite like that answer because it's it, it like i said my friends always kind of said i'd rather not become a meme as as a few of my friends have always said to me and only one of them has so far become a meme at any point in his life so it's all good uh, <laughs> i've tried my hardest to turn them all into memes at points in their lives but sadly only one of them ever really got any kind of traction <laughs> But my friend who produces music always used to say to me, he's like, he would hate the idea that like his music would become like a meme to people. Cause like, I think for one, he kind of considers it like becoming a one hit wonder. Like imagine if all you're known for is just being this meme. 
but like as well i think right. he he similarly is like I'd, I'd rather just not be known he was like than be known as the guy who became the meme or like the guy who made the soundtrack for the meme it's kind of like how uh the asdaf movie muffin time song became like the fucking most cut up thing in the world on like tiktok and youtube shorts and mm -hmm. things like that and it's like just because it's a meme and it's like fortunately that that was kind of the point of the song <laughs> but uh my friend for example is just like not not one for it he's like nah he's like i'd, I'd rather quit <laughs> it's like i think if i made a song that turned into he's like i'd probably quit <laughs> and it is one of those where i'm like yeah some people just don't want that you know they they, they want to be taken with seriousness or like nothing at all <laughs> Yeah, I guess it just it depends on the mentality, you know, and uh, yeah, just depends how people think. See, it's like for me, like we were saying before, uh, before we started, like for me, I think it will always be the challenge of, of just learning something when it comes to music is always it. But like, I will never have the mentality to be able to kind of grind through it like that. Like, I wish I could. Like, I love singing. But it's like I'm a I'm a big believer that uh, if if you want to be like a singer, you should probably be able to write your own lyrics. And I'm like I can sing other people's lyrics and other songs. Like I'm 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 great at mm. that. But like past that, I'm like nah. I'm like I'm not I'm not creative enough to be able to put put lyrics down to paper. I I think I tried on several occasions. Just went it's not for me. I'm like I'm not a wordsmith type person. I'm a uh... <laughs> I'm a, I'm a long form yeah. kind of discussion or like, you know, if you want a story, I can write you a nice short story. But when it comes to like lyrics, having to have tempo and all that shit, no matter how many instruments I learn, apparently still not got any fucking rhythm. So, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, for me, it's uh, it's weird because I kind of force myself in a situation where I'm just committed to do this for however long it takes, because uh you know a few years ago i was doing a lot of things at the same time i you know i was playing like different kinds of sports and uh you know i was uh, i was sprinting i was doing like 100 meter sprints for, for athletics you know things like this i was drawing i was writing i was obviously making music i was doing lots of different things and i was i guess good at a, a lot of things uh which is something that is like i mean i don't know I, I was just good at a lot of things which is something that not a lot of people can say um so that's a blessing and a curse because yes i'm good at a lot of things but i don't want to be what, what's the point of me being good at a number of things if that's just it's not gonna get me anywhere just being good right i need to be like the best at one particular thing yeah right i need to be number one at, at one thing it doesn't matter if i'm you know good at bowling if it doesn't matter if i'm good at football or i'm i can sprint you know very fast it doesn't matter i have to focus on one and out of all these things i chose music and i dropped everything else and uh i just i don't you know i needed to have my full time and full attention to music that's what i chose i chose it because i just felt like a weird just a weird uh a weird drive to music i didn't know why i chose music over everything else i just felt like there was something pulling me towards it where i was like this is what i should be doing 
So I made that decision. I dropped all of my other interests and I said, okay, I just want to focus on this. So I can't quit music because if I quit music, then that means that, you know, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be thinking, why didn't I choose uh, sprints? You know, like maybe instead of music, (laughs) right. Instead of, uh, instead of music, if I just chose sprints, dude, that day, I maybe, maybe I would have been gold medal, you know, sprinter. We don't know. Or maybe if I chose drawing, I would have like been drawing for Marvel or DC or something like this. Yeah. I've been drawing their comics and stuff like that. I can't dude. I can't fucking give up music because it will be a, it will be a terrible regret, man. So I, I, I just can't. Yeah. So yeah, for you now, it's kind of like that. You, you, you kind of picked it as your ride or die. Like that's going to be your, I'm in. That's like, that's your hill. You're like, I I, I won't die on many a hill, but I will die on this hill. Like it is music until, which like, I mean, I've got to respect, like to be willing to kind of say to yourself, like I've given up everything else. Like this is it now. And like, it will either fucking work Mm -hmm. or it won't. But I like, the one thing is I will not stop from trying. And it's like, I I can respect that because that's like a, that is a like good mindset to have. And like, I think it's it's weird how like you see like people in the world who have similar mindsets of like nah you got to be ride or die and then you have people is like constantly kind of like nah once once it's gone it's gone and it's like it's not worth it's not worth kind of trying I'll, I'll find something new and like I, I'd say I'm probably closer to the to the latter in the sense of like I kind of go once I failed I can move on I'm not. I'm not too lost by it, but like I, I, I would say I'm blessed with the fact that I'm a fairly quick learner. So like for me, I'm like, yeah, if it doesn't work out for me, it's like it's fine. I can I can pick up a new skill and do that. It's yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it's like when I when I decided to leave university, I decided to leave university to go into construction. So I went and became a carpenter. So it was like I I just went I'll just trade out a different like one skill for a new skill and it's like I did carpentry up until I injured myself and then I was like ah fuck that's gone wrong so I was like I'll just go back to school and study something else like if it goes wrong for me but like I would say once I, like my my mindset now is that once I get to uni I have to kind of stop fucking about with doing new stuff and I have to actually say to myself like no when when I get there it's I'll do the podcast because that's my fun thing. I'm like, this is what I do for myself more than anything. It's like, I like, I like, I like conversations. I, I like having like people to speak to, to kind of like learn about the things they're interested in, to learn about the lives they may have led, like things like that. It's like, that's it for me. And I, that'll have to be kind of, it. it'll be go to, go to school, do that, come back, pray that i i can somehow maintain that level of dedication as you've as you've managed to do because like i said it, it's fucking impressive because it's easier to give up <laughs> it is man it it's is the a easiest <laughs> option is to give up like it's it's always the easier option right like uh i believe it's arnold schwarzenegger that said that you can't have a plan b because the more you think about plan b the less you're thinking about plan a right so you can't have plan B. It's only plan A. And uh, it's, a, again, I think it's a good mindset to have just to go all in. Because I I think anybody in the world c- 
can make it. Really, I, I mean, we're all human. We, we, you know, no one is born, uh, you know, ahead of the curve. No one is born at level 50, you know. We're all starting at level zero. And we, it's up to us, you know, to, to develop ourselves. And uh, again, man, the, anybody can make it. And people can solve problems that they think that they can't solve. Uh, you know, people have an issue in their life and they're thinking to themselves, man, I can't solve this. You can solve it because you have genius in you. Everybody has it. You just need to find it. And uh, some, you know, people, it takes longer for them to find it than others. And that's fine. Uh, but over time, it will take you less and less and less and less and less time, right, to, to figure it out. Because the more you do something, right, the easier it becomes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just how it is, man. See, I, I just, I find, I, I have to say, like, it is, it is admirable that you can have the mindset to be willing to kind of focus it, though, and it is, it, like, especially when, like, you are studying at university, because, like, that is, like, I can imagine similar to probably what the, like, universities do in the United Kingdom, where it's like, you know, you, you're doing, like, what, 30 hours a week there, plus you've probably been allocated the idea of having like 60 hours of the rest of your week to dedicate to self-learning or something. So mm -hmm. like, I can imagine that like trying to kind of actually do studies and produce like music whilst you're at it, like, cause for you, it's the whole creative process, isn't it? It's not like you're just, oh, I'll make a beat up today and that's it. That's all I do. Like, I just make up quick and easy beats to whack up uh, on royalty websites or whatever. Like, for you, it's a whole song. So it's like, that's got to be time-consuming on, on top of the education. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I appreciate that, that you admire the mindset. I do. Uh, it, uh, it's tough, you know, but uh, anybody can do it, really. If I can do it, anybody can do it. That's That's the truth that's it like that's that's just that's the reality just because something is hard you know we look at we look at it and we're like damn dude how does this guy do this right you can do it as well really it's uh you can 100 percent i've got to say if you, if you if you if you ever uh, if you ever do decide to uh to to give up on the music job you could probably become a motivational speaker for sure <laughs> You know what's crazy about that is that's on the plans. I have uh, I have my first motivational speech in about I think a month or two. So <laughs> I I want to do that. I do I do. Is it, is it one of those like I mean, I making do. music and then a few TEDx talks on the side? Dude, yes, yes, I would love that. I would. The dream of anyone. Because I get to, dude, I get to spread my message through music, and just by like. Through, through like a speech you know it's like both it both of them do the same thing which is i'm attempting to inspire people i'm attempting to change people's perspective i'm attempting to improve uh well just give people knowledge that they could use to improve themselves right and i could do that the entertaining route which is music or i could do that the more serious route which is motivations you know speeches and i can do both of them i can do both of those I would love to do that. That is 100% in the plans, man. I've been working, uh, you know, trying to gain confidence in terms of public speaking and, and performing in public. And I was going to say, I can imagine kind of like improving public speaking as well. It's kind of good for you for like when you want to start doing like live performances and 
like actually yes. being present like because uh, i mean i assume you've not done like a proper live performance yet or no no not yet so one of those where like are you are you like a stage fright kind of person or are you pretty kind of confident in yourself when it comes to it i was i was pretty stage fright i think i've really improved now uh especially now it's actually also thanks to the university because we just have lots of presentations and lots of projects and things like this and uh you know i just like out of nowhere i just last year i was super stage fright man i I wouldn't have like i wouldn't have i would have no confidence going up in front of people and like presenting or talking about something and out of nowhere i just felt like i just felt like i'm the boss here man i'm the boss let's get this party started you know like let's go uh and uh yeah i just have confidence in, in presenting and i have confidence with speaking to people in public and uh my confidence has really really gone up man really gone up lately so there's still lots of things to improve and uh yeah man looking i'm really looking forward to to improving that yeah see i i i, I get what you mean with like the whole presentations though like they do for like they do just help immensely like once you've had to like give a presentation in front of classmates and whatnot because for some reason that's the most intimidating setting like yeah honestly for some reason you a group of your peers who all know you no matter what and like oh they could all be your best friend never have said a bad word about you and you'd still be like yeah but speaking in front of these guys is even worse if anything (laughs) but like once you get past doing that like (laughs) dude i think that the i think i figured out kind of where the problem lies with all of this and it's it's the first impression you know like i because i was in you know you go to high school for like so many years so you know over if you're going for this uh, to the high school for like i don't know um, in ireland we went six years approximately to to one to our final secondary school um so let's say you know if you had most of your presentations at a maybe around like year five year six you know things like this you wouldn't really like if you were normally the guy that was like sort of quiet and not so confident with other people, like you wouldn't just transform into a super saiyan, you know, in terms of confidence and in terms of presenting, right? Like you would kind of keep the appeal that you already had because if you just like transform into a different person, like, you know, it's, it's kind of like not the environment because people know you as, as the quiet guy. So you're kind of being the quiet guy, right? Yeah. But uh, if when I changed and when I came to university, you know, new people, new country, new person, new first impression. So as soon like you have to do it quick, right? Like if you start off as the confident guy, you're basically going to be the confident you guy. You have for the to be the confident of, guy because you can't now be the coward because everyone's like, what yeah. happened to you? <laughs> Dude, if you start as the coward, you're going to stay as the coward. That's how it is. That's how it is, man. We, Again, we don't honestly, like to, you know, you if, would make if we find our comfort coach. zone, yeah, <laughs> if we find our comfort zone, dude, we don't like to leave it. And it's hard, you know, once you already like establish, you know, you're kind of forced to be the the, the, the confident guy if you start as the confident guy. See, so, I, 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 think I, I think for me, like I had a similar one, but it was when I was, uh, when I was in secondary school um, and it was like, we had to give a presentation and I hated giving them. 
but it was English and it, it was like we could do it was about showing the like our ability to research or oh no sorry it was um we had to give a presentation to convince you of something and I decided right. I would be funny uh, and like I, I I'm like one of those like I crack a lot of jokes but like I never show that I have like creativity and funny like I just show that I can crack a joke and uh, I did a PowerPoint on why you should convert to Scientology. I'm 14 and I have, I have created like this, this 10 slide PowerPoint. And because I thought it would be even funnier is on the 10th slide where like, I should still have a further five. I just gave up writing it, like wrote out half of the like origin story of it, memorized the rest of my work. And like, what I did is because again, I did, I honestly I was nervous as fuck, but I realized I was like, all I gotta do is get a couple laughs in and I've won. So I walked past my friend, pulled off his glasses, turned around, looked at everyone, and then flicked them down like our teacher did at the time. We're just like, all right, everyone, my name is, and I just go into this fucking presentation. I got like a laugh, even the teacher was laughing. I took off the glasses after the first slide, gave them back to my friend, said, honestly, I said, I don't know how you see with these things. And like that was it, and from there onwards, I was like, "Fuck it!" I'm like, "I'm just gonna be this this fucking funny guy." I'm like, if I enter as the funny dude, I'm like, there is nothing no. you can do wrong. And it, I would say it's like it was the best moment of my life because from that moment, I was like, "I'm just gonna crack jokes." I was like, I've realized I'm like, you crack jokes, everyone is calm, relaxed, we're all happy, like. <laughs> good environment and it's like i'd say it's my way of saying it's cowardly confidence like i'm confident enough to be in front of you not confident enough to like expect you to pay attention to me so i'm gonna do what comedians do and go with but if i make you laugh like you kind of owe me your attention right so <laughs> that's true yeah man that's, that's that's a perfect example actually yeah Whatever you start off as, that's kind of, that's your persona and that's your personality. That's what people are going to know you. That's what people are expecting from you the next time you go up on stage, you know? And it's like, if you're the confident guy, for example, people are going to expect you to be the confident guy. So you go up, you be confident, you kind of already win because you literally just did what they expected you to do, right? And that's it, man. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I said, honestly, you, you, I'll see you on TEDx YouTube and whatnot at some point explaining to people the importance of mentality. Ding, uh, and thing all good, man? I think it's frozen. Oh, is it frozen up? Yeah, okay, is... we're back. Oh, there we go. We're God, back. God knows what happened there. froze for a second. Uh, yeah, okay. That should be all right. But yeah, no, um, like, with, uh, with, with your whole... <clears throat> Like, I, I can see you on, like, the TEDx YouTube in, like, a few years being, like, this is the importance of mentality for you. And, like, all, all I can say is deliver it correct, like, deliver it well and just don't end up like Andrew Tate telling everyone the importance of, like, a good mentality whilst also saying, but these fucking bitches need to stay in their lane. <laughs> as long as you avoid that, you'll be fine in life by the looks of it. <laughs> I'll try, man. I will try to do my best. But I have, I have got to ask. Living in Poland, like, what, what, what is the stance on on someone like Andrew Tate, who's in like a country not really far away, and like, I'd say, kind of like, is a bit more of the, for 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 a fucking, like Anglo American or whatever whatever they call them, 
Like, he's one of the most Middle Eastern, like, <laughs> Eastern European type guys I've ever fucking seen. Um, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm the best person to ask on this just because I don't, I tend to stay away from conversation about Andrew Tate, uh, at least with, with some, like, most people that I that I don't know, people that yeah. I do know, then yeah, of course, you know, we can we can chit chat all about it. Um, but normally, it's just like one of those things that it's probably best not to mention because you're most likely gonna argue with someone, and you're gonna, you know, there may or may yeah. not be some issues, right? So oh yeah, it's kind of something sure, like, like to, he's 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 like know. the definition of controversy, though, isn't he? Like that's kind right. of the the joys of whatever the fuck he's doing at the time. It's like I always like to say about him, though, like, I, I agree with some of the things he says, and then I disagree with the others, but I'm like, hey, I, it's like I, I say, though, it's like, if, if a woman wants to be in his life, that, that's on her. That's not on anyone else. Like, to everyone mm -hmm. who complains about it, I'm like, you can hate him. That's fine. Like, but if, if, if there's a woman out there who wants to be, like, in that, like, possibly set one of seven wives situation that he wants to maybe have, like... Let him have his own personal harem. That's fine. He can be like a little Japanese weeb kid. Like, that's that's all Gucci with me, you know? Just, <laughs> I ain't doing it. Ain't my problem. <laughs> I think, uh, I think in general, people should just use, uh, Andrew, no, no matter what you think of Andrew Tate, I think you should just, people should use him as like a source of knowledge, you know, uh, in a way that if there is something there, that you know this there's something that he says that you're like oh shit you know or you agree with you should take it and if there's something that you don't agree with you shouldn't take it yeah doesn't I mean you need that's to come probably come for him and for everything everybody. yeah some people will take more you know than others they will listen to more than others but uh at the end of the day man we should look to improve ourselves yeah See you again, mate. You you got that. You got that. You got that good mentality for like life coaching, haven't you? Like you could you could almost like be a Grant Cardone type. You just need a billion dollars that doesn't really ever get explained as to where you got that fucking money from. Like I don't trust him as far as I could throw him, but you know, he seems like an inspirational motherfucker every time he pops up on one of my YouTube ads saying, "Hey everyone, Grant Cardone here, and let me tell you how to make money." And I'm like. You started off really strong, Grant, and then you started to sound like a scammer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's just how it is, man. People are like, he's got a lot of money, so I should probably listen to him. Right. See, that's that's the problem with all of them at the moment. Is like so many people is like, do you ever see those ads for the guys who are like, let me teach you how to make money drop shipping? And it's like, oh yeah, you want to sell me a course in drop shipping? There's like, don't skip the video just now yeah just hear like, what i have to say right? listen yeah. to listen to me all right thanks to me ben here makes a totally legit forty-five thousand a month and it's like well if that's the fucking case ben here should be selling your school to me right now shouldn't he and be making even more a month it's like your school's not teaching him that fucking well he hasn't even taught you the basics <laughs> how to make more money become the source <laughs> right become the source We'll yeah. see, man. We'll see. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, and I think in the future, you know, in the next uh, possibly like 10 years, how many uh, successful people, uh, you know, how, or how many people become successful and afterwards say that, hey, you know, it was actually, 
uh, because I listened to this guy or listened to this guy. I'm, I'm curious to see. See, is that, is that like, is it one of those where like, you, you know, when you make it, it will kind of be that moment. The first time you see like a fan who says like, yeah, no, thanks to like this thing you've done, like changed my life, put me on this path. And you'll be like, that's what I'm doing this for. <laughs> Dude, that would be crazy. See, that's... that would be absolutely insane. Like I'm, I'm not like, I like to, I like to be kind of stoic, you know, I like to like not show a lot of emotion um but i just feel like if someone said that to me at night dude when i'm alone in my bed i would probably just fucking start crying i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> it's just a, it's a beautiful thing yeah the idea to have like a positive effect on someone else's life just by like not even action but more just by like talking is it would be yeah. like and it is like the people who do manage to achieve that and who do affect others lives just through like what they say like fucking props to them like that's a hard thing to do for the most part and like to to be able to speak to someone on that level like without having to look them dead in the eyes like yeah and like i said like honestly i i, I wouldn't be surprised if you are like some sort of tedx life coach kind of person in a few years like you have got a very a very good mentality for it like you are a like you got a fucking like it, it kind of like no bullshit <laughs> right like it Thank is so it's much, like it's, it's, it is it. like the, the the no bullshit like you got to kind of like it's it's like the giving up of your of your other hobbies like you got to pick what you want to kind of do with your life like figure it out and go for it you got to be as positive about it never stop trying for it like Honestly, I feel inspired and I, I, as I always feel like I feel by, by like, you know, the, the end points of episodes, like, I just feel like I don't fucking try hard enough or do enough with me, like, with myself, because I'm like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm staying lazy and everyone else just makes me feel bad that I'm like, but I like lazy. Like, lazy is easy. It's, it's not that, like, inconvenient to me, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh it's i i get it because it takes i think it takes around like 21 days to build a habit it also takes the same amount of time to break a habit so obviously if if you're lazy for 21 days then afterwards <laughs> it's just gonna become like a, a natural thing you know it's like food and water you know yeah or like night and day right like uh that's how you torture somebody dude by the way it's like you take away the night and day and the, dude, that's that's where people like start to lose their oh. shit, you know. Things that is like a habit, and you take that away. I just assume playing Gangnam Style on repeat for a few days would probably be an equivalent level of torture and drive someone crazy, but you know. <laughs> maybe, dude. Maybe. That's, I mean, uh, sounds pretty effective. It, 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 it did slap at one point, you know. I once loved that song. It did. <laughs> dude, and sometimes then it got you gotta radio. put it on, you know sometimes you just gotta put it on same thing with call me maybe you know call me maybe used to be so overplayed dude so overplayed yeah but now you can but look now, back at it and kind of go yeah <laughs> yeah i remember those times like i remember all so, the yeah. all the vile vile memes that came like i i it's one of those i look back at it and like still not a great song i'm like there's a bit of nostalgia to it though it's kind of like um what's that girl rebecca black friday like not a good song. Oh, yeah. Bit of nostalgia to it these days, though. When I look back at it, still, I'm sure eighty percent of the reason I look back at it with happiness is the fucking memes that came out thanks mm. to that song. Yeah. But who doesn't appreciate a good meme? Yeah. 
That's right. That's right. There's <laughs> always like a positive somewhere. You know, if you look hard enough, dude, there's a positive somewhere. Oh, every, every, everything kind of it's yin and yang, and everything eventually has to balance out. Like no matter no matter what you do, like no matter how big a negative, that there's a net positive somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's uh, you know, you could even say, uh, you know, not everyone is religious, of course, and not everyone uh, believes in God or they believe in something, but uh, what I think that makes uh sense you know at least for me it's like well maybe you don't believe in god but you have to believe that there is the devil dude because some of the things that go on in this planet dude is truly uh, is, is a work of the devil because i mean it's just it's just crazy stuff man. the works it's of some like, fucking men you have to yeah. believe that there's something tempting them exactly. surely don't you and <laughs> there you go the yin and the yang if you know if there is some some just crazy dude uh, you know evil uh on on you know on the world in the world so there has to be some sort of balance right i don't know yeah it's a whole nother topic (laughs) perhaps for another day as well i think we can call it there though if you'd like and um i'm happy to leave you to enjoy your evening and you are of course like everyone you are always welcome back on if you ever want to like when you drop your album if you ever Mm -hmm. want to come back on and uh push it push it out and whatnot a bit more i would love to have you back on you are you are a very inspiring and very like interesting guy to talk to um before we like before i do the whole outro though is there anything like plug wise you want to you want to you want to put out there obviously links for your stuff will all be in the description of this on like like all all, all channels essentially so but yeah if there's anything you'd like to kind of plug for for people to go and listen to or or go and check out like feel free to just uh just say it (laughs) yeah well uh first things first man thank you so much for you know for letting me come on here for having me on it was uh it was a great great talk honestly and i really i really did enjoy it man so really thank you so much for the kind of words means means a lot dude and uh, i'm very happy dude that i'm able to to come on here and, and say some say some things you know get some things off my chest dude so uh, yeah means a lot man um if anybody decides that they want more juice more inspiration uh life is a memory is available on all streaming platforms on spotify and, and everything my new song uh feel free to check out my instagram which is at the one isa um and that's where i'm most active so you can follow me on there follow my journey and be a part of the journey hopefully so thank you but yeah again though man like thank you for, for for giving me a time to come on it, it has been awesome talking to you and like i i am so sorry about the other day uh <laughs> no problem. i am the definition of useless but um <laughs> But yeah, it has been awesome okay. having you on. And like I said, um, if if you'd like to, I, I'll, 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 I can probably grab your links. But if there are any links in particular you you really want in the description of anything, obviously just like send them over to me on Discord, Reddit, like wherever you wherever you want to like send me over any links in particular that you might you might want just down there, and then I'll whack it up. Like if you want a particular like say single put at the top, like I, I'll whack that up in like the top of the description for you and everything else. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> thank you man thank you again just super 
super tight bro super yeah it's been awesome. it's been so fun and I, I i look forward to being able to speak to you again in uh in a few months when yeah. you're dropping your album or whatnot that'll be that'll be awesome <laughs> dude definitely man definitely i'm curious dude to see like where where the podcast goes dude i'm you know hopefully next time when we're out here um you know i guess we'll we'll see progress for the both of us i hope well that's yeah. that's all we can ever hope for right <laughs> yeah but yeah, but honestly, mate, it has been it has been so fun, uh, fun chatting. But I will I'll leave you to uh, to enjoy your um, enjoy your evening. <laughs>